Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Behind the Bounce uh, podcast. Uh, Coop, what episode are we up to today? Episode 10? number nine. No, oh, nine. Nine. Yeah, we're, we're, about to, we're about to break yeah. double digits. How exciting. Yeah, it's good. It's, um, it's very good. Big episode tonight. We've got a lot to talk about for a change. Uh, so this could be this could be one of our best performances ever. I I think that we're on the. Uh, on I don't the cards. think anything will be Hacker, but okay. yeah, okay, fair, fair enough. But yeah, we've got a lot to talk about uh, revolving, uh, I guess, round twenty and then round twenty one, and we've got plenty of talking points to go through as well. But we are going to start with some recent retirements that have broken uh, news in the AFL circles. Uh, two of which happened today, and one of which happened uh, yesterday. Uh, Chris Main uh, announced that he was going to retire at the end of the season. Uh, very good Collingwood and Fremantle player. Probably goes into the unlucky not to win a premiership basket, I would say. Correct. Yeah, he's very underrated. Very underrated. Just Mr. Reliable, uh, wasn't he? Yeah, more ice. Like, um, I think I saw yesterday. Um, yesterday in the grand final, he had 100% disposal efficiency. So, yeah, yeah. He's, he stands up where it matters to yeah, doesn't, you know, doesn't waste disposals, a, 14 a possession. It wasn't a hundred percent efficiency. Efficiency, yeah, yeah correct. He's, he um, pulled, pulled a double double. Yeah, nearly got an NBA triple double from Rebel. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's um, he's the big one, I guess. Um, and then we had two rather sad ones um, today with Lin Jong uh, retiring after, uh, as we read before, sixty-five games in ten years. Um, really injury-riddled uh, career, which sort of sucked because. He was bang on to well. He got the VFL premiership in tw- in two sixteen. Um, nearly did the double. They were talking about putting him in, but they thought be a chance would... this year for the AFL. Yeah, um, mm. they very big chance. And we 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 have the good English Jack. We will get into that. Um, and then Daniel Venables, uh, premiership eagle, was also uh, one to retire after. Um, concussion symptoms that have lasted way too long. He's still yeah. um, really struggling with that. That so was the we... same as Levi Greenwood. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's, a, it's a terrible way to retire, but I think um, you probably wouldn't mind going out the way you did, though, Coops, to be honest. 22 games, one premiership. It's not a bad rap sheet. Um, and he was such a good player. Very, very hard at the ball. Very Tom Barras-like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, Guitar his career's been, been cut short. And I think it's I was reading an article before. He actually was quite happy about it because it's like the dream's gone now. Like he can just focus on his rehab and, and getting on with his life. Like he doesn't have that carrot hanging over his head that he's never going to get. So uh, it's probably probably not a bad uh, call from, from Daniel. But, yeah, we wish him all the best in his uh, rehab. And the same with Lin Jong because obviously he's had a – rather injury-riddled career. But I think uh, we'll yeah. move on from the talking points into round – 20 and the review around that round. Uh, first point is, does anybody, anybody want to make the top eight? It doesn't seem like it at the moment, Coops. Uh, <laughs> if, we just, if we just have a look, the Saints had a big chance to jump into the eight on Friday night. They shit the bed. Yeah. Um, the Eagles shit the bed. And um, yeah, the, the Lions shit the bed as well as uh, Essendon and Richmond. So and GWS shit the bed as well. So there is a lot of pies shit chance or... in bed. <laughs> we'll get on to the pies game, but oh, <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to make it. Like Fremantle, uh, the biggest pretenders. We the wrote two... them off last week. I'm still riding them off, Coops. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make. They're not going to make the eight. West Coast have got three of the harder games to come home with. They've got the Demons, the Lions, and the Dockers. That whoever wins right, that man. game will make the eight. Whoever loses that game will not. But then. Correct. 
it doesn't get any easier. Gold Coast, I mean, Essendon are probably the, the favourite at the moment, to be honest, even though they lost on the weekend because they've got Gold Coast week, and Collingwood to finish. They've got, they got the doggies, don't they? Doggies, yeah, correct. Uh, yeah, it's it's really confusing. At Marvel, uh, so to suit the doggies. Yeah, um, yeah, you'd think so. But who do we think? And they, they blew a really big opportunity. They were supposed to play at Metricon against the Swans, neutral venue. COVID's yeah. played its ugly hand again, and they've got it moved yeah, to their home ground. And they've yeah. co- coughed up a four-goal lead to the Swans, who are probably going to be my bandwagon team, to be honest, if the Ds don't make it. Um, they're yeah. definitely... Because they've just... They've done amazing things this year. And even before the, the season started, to have kept Tom Papley from the media. I'm not going to say Carl. I'm going to say the media because they absolutely build up trades like his, like there's no tomorrow. I feel like they've almost got a fair pull on who goes where sort of thing. Like yeah. you sort of hear yeah. one year, Tom Papley is thinking of going, the next year it happens. But Sydney did something. I'm not sure what they offered him, but... He stayed at the club. He had faith in them. And he's fallen in love with Sydney again. And they're making a real charge to the four. Like, they are genuinely yeah. probably in the box seat to make the four if Port fall out. Um, so, and they've got the fixture to do it as well. They've got the Saints, the Kangaroos, and the Suns. Like, three, well, you'd probably put them in three wins. So, uh, they yeah. they should make the eight. And so. Port, Port have got um, the Doggies in one of those rounds as well. So, I think that the Swans will make the four, and I think that they'll be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, to be honest, um, but yeah, if if we just, I, I don't think. Who do you think makes the eight from here, Coops? We we go on about it every week, but it doesn't get any easier. Who do you think makes the eight out of seventh and eighth spot? It'd be good to say the Dockers hang on. Yep. Uh, but I mean, if Essendon, like if Essendon were to win. Another game, they've got a higher percentage than everyone, so... Yeah, and the easiest um, fixture out of the lot as well. Correct. So you'd think, you know, they might be a chance, but I don't know. I hope... Um, I do hope that the... Uh, who was I saying? The Bombers. Yeah, it'd be good to see... And, uh, yeah, and the Dockers. And the Dockers sort of stay in there, but I hope West Coast can jam it. Um, <laughs> I hope they just crumble. Yeah, pretty undeserving, especially after the weekend. That was a really right. pitiful performance. Uh, Coops, did you actually want to want to go into that? Do you want to get? Yeah, exactly right. I thought it was so disrespectful for them yeah, to turn correct. out to the first West Coast player to break three hundred games. They conceded yeah. what the first six Biggest goals game of the year in that sort of milestone. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So they were goalless. Um, it was nearly to half time, but then they scored one late. But they were goalless for the first quarter. Um, I actually watched the whole game, so I'm, oh, did you? Yeah, I'm right did you up really? on this one. Yeah, correct. So they they were goalless for the first quarter, um, and then decided, oh, you know, maybe we should uh, have a crack here. Um, <laughs> and then they managed to uh, score one goal in the second quarter, so they were at one goal five. Um, and then yeah, I don't know, it was a pretty poor performance. They didn't even yeah. look like they were sort of trying. No, and I think that that's really scary because they've shown that they're not invincible at Optus anymore. Like yeah, and I I still think that it is football's hardest hardest road trip. I still think that it holds some merit because whenever you see Perth on the fixture, you just go, oh Jesus, like do we really have to go over there? So I still think it holds merit yeah. in the toughest road trip. But I mean, the the Bombers yeah. beat them, the Kangaroos beat them, and then they come into state and they've been belted by ninety points twice, and then Collingwood taught them a lesson 
on Saturday, it's it's almost like it's an attitude problem. Like they just decide when they mm. want to play good footy. Like they yeah. they looked gone yeah. against the Tigers, and then they just decided to flick the switch, and they come home like a house on fire and beat them. But I I really don't want to see them make the finals because I feel like I think like every time someone put it on a shit performance, they're like, oh well, Adam Simpson, he's on the chopping board now. Yeah, See you later, mate. Yeah, exactly right. Oh, because yeah. if if Goodwin was putting, well, yeah, it's actually not a bad bad call for me. If Goodwin put together two um, ninety uh, point losses to mm. decent teams, and then uh, followed it up with a loss to the bottom placed Ruse, and well, even David T, um, he yeah, he's looking like he's going to lose his job, and they've won six six of the last uh, seven with a loss. Um, coming to nor- uh, North, shit loss mm-hmm. to take. But yeah. they, they could genuinely make finals at this point in time, and yet he will still probably lose his job. Whereas the Eagles, who should have been a premiership contender, are looking like they might miss finals, and we're still mm. talking about how good Adam Simpson is. I get that a premiership obviously holds weight, but it is um it is a little bit... Uh, I, I guess it's a bit pot and kettle. Um, and we will actually yeah. get into the into the Blues a little bit more. I actually don't think it it wouldn't be bad if they missed finals. Yeah, because I think if, they, if well, well, correct. But if they miss <laughs> the finals, David T gets sacked, right? Alistair Clarkson walks straight into that job, and they Nick make Malfans, finals. They yeah, pretty much. They make finals in twenty twenty two, no doubt. But I feel like if they win the next three and make the eight, they've then won nine of their last ten. And that finals performance keeps David Teague in a job and yeah. they've just missed out on the best coach of a generation. So I think it probably wouldn't mm. be too bad if they missed out on the eight. To best be honest. coach. So. Yeah. Um, do you want to actually get into Clarko? What did you think of that whole situation? We were at work. Yeah. And um, he's, oh, he's by the way, getting down, tools. down tools type situation. <laughs> and we've just heard from... Uh, former guest CMH. of the show, CMH, that Alistair Clarkson's lost his job in really weird circumstances. Coops, what do you make of it? Wow. I don't think he'd get the calling the job. So, I mean, if he was going, I'd be, I'd be pretty happy. But, I don't know. Mm. I'm not really fast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think that sounds, nah. I think, again, it's quite disrespectful. They've just shown the greatest coach of a generation, potentially one of the greatest coaches yeah. ever, the door. Uh, <laughs> but I reckon, like, you know, setting up a succession plan is forcing him to leave, but he's like, nah, fuck his, I'll go now. And just yeah, takes, so he's leaving on his own accord and not getting pushed out sort of thing. Yeah, I, I do feel like he sort of deserved, a, a, and this is probably the wrong word, he deserved the funeral, like he deserved a celebration of his life at Hawthorne. And yeah, not a... Not they, kicked, they, kicked, they kicked him out because the senior players had a tantrum that it wasn't going to work. But at mm. least then... Have those conversations because I think it got leaked. It got leaked really early on Friday morning that they were going to sack him. Like, have yep. that conversation with the with the leadership group and whatever, and yep. just go, okay, look, we acknowledge this isn't going to work. Um, I'm going to leave it at the end of the year, but we'll just I'm going to go out my way. Whereas I feel like they've disrespected him, and now he's just gone nah, stuff years, and they've just beaten. Uh, a top four fancy in the lines, and by the last quarter, they made him look stupid. Yeah, um, but I think you know, yeah, absolutely, it was a poor performance to start for the Lions, um, goalless in the first quarter. But then, yeah, 
Um, like the Lions started to come back. They kicked what nine goals or so, or eight goals in the in the last, in the quarter. last yeah, yeah. They played um, very well. So they did well, but yeah, I don't know Hawthorne made them look stupid. Yeah, they did. Uh, it was it was very very interesting. And uh, look, as we said a couple of weeks ago, that bottom five was going to cause carnage, and uh, I think that they're still going to do so, especially with mm. who Gold Coast has got to come. Especially they got Carlton, Sydney, and I think Essendon. So yeah. um, they could they could really make some noise. Although their confidence would be pretty down. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. The they got uh, they got belted by the demons. That was a really nice segue from you, Coops. Did you watch any of this game? No. Negative. Okay, that makes two of us. But uh, I, I was, think that um, the the scoreline could probably um, uh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. You were at work. Yeah, I think that the scoreline could probably tell you how that one went. Uh, it was pretty yeah tight early. I think it was four goals to two midway through the first, and then the demons decided that they were actually going to play some football for the first time in six weeks and put mm. the Suns to the sword, which you love to see. Um, because Suns went goalless for so there were three goals two in the first quarter, three goals three in the second, and three goals three in the fourth. They kicked one goal after three quarters of one. Good on them. That, that is um, good from them. That's really good from them. Geez, you think that, speaking of, of coaches that are under a bit of pressure, you'd think Stewie Jew would be under it. He'd be shitting himself. A little bit. <laughs> oh, because it's the same old story for the poor sons. Like, mm. they just get so close and then they just peter off. And, yeah. like, you expect yeah. that from, from an Adelaide or even a Sydney. But Sydney have just gone the opposite and they've shown that although we're young, we're actually going to play good footy and we're going to make the four. Uh, and Adelaide, you, you, we didn't expect them to play so well anyway, but they've still shown a fair bit of respite. Like, they're still playing quite well. But one yeah. incident that came out of that game, Coops, was the Jack Viney suspension. Now, he's got two weeks. Do you think that it was it was fair? And what did you make of the incident as a whole? Well, I think it, there was sort of no need for it. Obviously, I saw on the news that Viney was sort of saying, well, he said he was going to knock me out. So he was sort of saying, go and do it and holding him down sort of thing. But... And then he reckons it was on his jaw, not his neck. But from that camera <laughs> angle, it's, it's sort of hard, not, yeah. you know, sort of hard to tell. But you know, you intended to do it. Um, yeah, you could correct. have, I don't know, given him a jumper punch or grabbed his jumper, not his sort of neck or throat. Correct. You know? Also correct. That's yeah. two from two. So you, yeah. Um, do you think I, the, uh, I think the, he deserved it. You think two weeks is fair? No. Yeah, I suppose. Although, yeah, then you go back to Lance Franklin, who got let off. Because yeah, he well, nearly kicked a thousand goals. And he's <laughs> king Two different charges, Coops. I think on on that one, uh, Vines obviously got charged with serious misconduct. Um, yeah, and I think it's probably one of the worst looks that you can have for the game You're in with a playing side. Uh, with know, a bloke. With, the, with the elbow on his neck. So yeah, it's it's well. a really 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 bad look for the game. Um, but if we just take a back step and look at the other two recent cases of serious misconduct uh it was when james sicily was standing on people's hands and he got one match it was yeah. when uh ben stratton uh he's pinching episode and he got a match and then toby green's eye gouge on uh m bond and he got a seventy five hundred dollar fine so i mean they're big mm. suspensions um so i feel like he, he deserves it because it's a terrible look for the game there's no real way that you can defend What's happened? Yeah, it's, even it's, it was it's on pretty the, pretty clear. It's it's the head which they're trying to protect nowadays. So even yeah. though that wouldn't have done much to his, you know, concussion or anything, but they yeah. are sort of, you know, making a stand for that contact with the head, although you know, unnecessary. 
Yeah, um, and I think if you actually if you graded it as a strike, he probably gets more weeks to be honest. So two weeks is almost like a little bit of a let off because if you have a look yeah. at, at the MRO's grading system for a strike, it was intentional, it was low to medium impact, and it was high. So he's getting three weeks as a minimum with with that. So it's not a, a bad yeah uh, thing, but, but I think that... he got a good two weeks to get off. Like you know, West Coast. They're playing. They're playing West Coast at Optus, which you yeah. know there's a stereotype that it's hard up there, but it's probably not. And then Adelaide. So, but then the last round is Geelong. So you probably yeah. don't want him out for that round. No, so, uh, I think it's, it's again, it's probably well. not. It's probably not a bad suspension to take, especially for the D's at this point in time. Yeah. Get get some running into another one of your depth players that might be needed. Yeah, because yeah. you know they they'd have every intention after the season they've had to win the flag. So, yeah. I mean. If you're getting an extra two weeks into an Oscar Baker, for example, or whoever, uh, probably not Oscar, unfortunately, but, you know, somebody of that caliber. Ben Brown. Ben Brown, yeah. <laughs> but two, two weeks into anybody at this point isn't, yes. isn't a bad thing. So um, yeah. I, I don't think that that is a yeah, terrible suspension in, in the, uh, the grand scheme of things. Uh, what's next on the agenda? You've written down here, Dooksy, uh, Jordan DeGoey. Yeah, I have. What would you like to say about him? Now I usually I've been taking pot, I've, it's good I've been taking pot shots at Collingwood players over the past couple of weeks. Your mate Big Coxilla cop the flogging from me the other day. Yeah, um, unapologetically, um, I'm not. I might add, I'm not apologising for that. But I've got a bit of praise for Jordan Degoey. Have you? I, I didn't like him until this week, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and and I mean the old me probably would have stuck to his guns, but credit where it's due. I really haven't liked uh, Jordan Dugowie because I feel like he's been built as this player that he's not. I felt like yeah. he was built as a B-Tech Dustin Martin who was able to tear a game apart and win his team a premiership, which he obviously didn't do in 2018 when he had the perfect opportunity to. But uh, yeah. I think that they've finally found their spot for him in that midfield. I had a look at his heat map the other day. Yeah, I'm just looking at that now. 22 disposals. Yeah, exactly right. And and played an absolute blinder. So I think that, yeah, they've finally found his, his spot because you look at all, you know, they call him an X-Factor player. And you yeah. have a look at all your other X-Factor players. Uh, they're all midfielders who can kick goals, whereas they were trying to paint the picture that Jordan Degoe was a goal kicker that could play in the midfield. But with yeah. Collingwood's forward line setup. He's not going to be able to kick a bunch of goals because one of three things happens. Either it's taken by their key, Collingwood's key forward, it's either spat back out through an intercept mark, or yeah. it hits, or it hits the ground for um, you know Jamie. Allen. Yeah, he doesn't just doesn't get the opportunities. But however, against North, yeah, well, <laughs> fair call, fair call. But I feel like um, yeah, you, you <laughs> nah, chuck Jordan to go be. in the in the midfield, and he's just going to be a star because he's quite classy. Yeah. He's got that tough edge about him where he's just Similar in and under. He uses every disposal. You know, yeah, and good. He, and he can kick a goal because uh, yeah. you know you you look at Bonton, Pally, Steele, Petrarca, uh, Dustin, yeah, Martin. Correct. You know they're all midfielders Bump that go for sort of thing. Exactly right. Well, yeah, so, they can go forward, and then you know from the clearance as well. Yeah, that's good from us. We've really just revitalised JDG's career. I like that. That's good for us. But yeah, I think that I think with that midfield is that midfield is obviously getting quite old now. Pendles probably doesn't have a great deal of time left, and yeah, I feel like so. they've sort of got 
uh, to go his forward replacement in uh, your mate. I do Jack, miss twenty eighteen Oh, see that was the thing. His X factor in that year was D- Dustin Martinesque. Correct. But then he, I think he let it get to his head a little bit and yeah. has gone the other way. But I think he's starting speaking to of, find it now. Yeah. Well, speaking of Ginnivan, he good to see him kick his first goal. Yeah, it was a nice sausage from too. 50. Yeah, wasn't it? Good kick he from got, the young lad. Oh, I love it. it. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> but he's see, he's the perfect replacement for Dugowie in the forward line. He's like, can you little... see him against Port Adelaide? He had a couple of neat handballs, contested possessions. Yeah. Like, you know. And he's got a bit of arsehole about him as well. Like... <laughs> The celebration, uh, for one, shows that. But then he, um, in the VFL, he was giving lip to the fans in the crowd. Like, he's just got a little bit of that tough edge. Absolute <laughs> He does. Material, I have heard but... that, that he's a bit of, <laughs> bit of a loose unit at training, too. But I think that that's, that's sort of what you need in that forward line to replace Dugowie. Yeah. Because you've got your classy movers in in um, Jamie Elliott and Poulter and whoever else is going to go down there and kick your goals. But every team's yeah. got to have a Stephen Milne somewhere. And I well, feel like he's... Uh, yeah. Um, so have I feel like... <laughs> what do you got? But I feel like, um, yeah, he's probably that new Stephen Milne type situation for Collingwood, yeah. which is really good. Uh, Coops, yeah. I have an annoyance. Yeah, I did see that there. What uh, you got? It's a big annoyance. Really? It annoys the shit out of me. Adam Saad on the weekend took a mark in the defensive 50 for Carlton in their win over my pathetic mob Mm. on Friday. He's taken a mark uh, in line with the goal square. He's then ran laterally across the the goal square. 20 metres he would have ran. He took four bounces. (laughs) Now, why? Why, why <laughs> what's made you do this, Adam? It annoys me all the time when people take a bounce within the first three steps. One, you've got 15, so, you know, use them. Two, if you take a bounce within your first five, you've just completely fluffed your prior opportunity. Four bounces, you've got to go on 50 metres. Exactly right. And three, you don't get extra super coach points for bouncing the ball. Like, there's genuinely no point in bouncing it four times in 20 metres. What's it proving? <laughs> It's just I so think he's always stupid. Done that, he's sort of, you know, quickly stopped and had a bounce within oh. five metres. Maybe he's it's... got little steps. Well, that should make that should make him get a little bit more leeway with the umpires. If he's got little steps, fifteen yeah. metres is like thirty steps for him. Like, <laughs> oh, it annoys the shit out of me. Just Shane Savage on, um... used to do it as well. It was just terrible. Yeah, jumping a little bit it. back and forth here, but um, well. Just come out actually 56 minutes ago. Um, the headline is Voss to the Suns, question mark, by Mitch Cleary. Um, mm. you know, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, see what I mean? Stewie Drew, he'd be shitting himself. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't understand. Oh, I do on. understand, but how many times can you play the, the where dog young post. car? Dog post. Yeah, correct. Um, but it says as potential coaching candidate. So maybe assistant and then kick him out. I don't know. Yeah, that could that could yeah. work. But I feel I like yeah, you can only play this, he's got you know we're young. He's got to be coming to the end of his, his time, unfortunately, Stuart Jew, and it's through no fault of his own. He was given a terrible hand when he took over the reins from Guy McKenna. Yeah, been he was given a terrible list, and he's just tried yeah. to build what he could. But unfortunately, and and see that's the thing, like. 
I, and I feel it's the same with David Teague as well. You can't win a premiership yeah. out of a bunch of B-grade footballers. Yeah. It's just not going to work. Like, North Melbourne have noticed that with, with David Noble. Like, why wouldn't yeah. they sack David Noble after that? And, and same with Matty Nix as well. Like, yeah. they know they're not going to win a premiership with B-grade footballers. So, you know, we're just going to let them ride the course. But you can only play that card so many times. And yeah, especially when... You've got your St Kilda's and your Carlton's and even your Western Bulldogs who have all been in the same, and Melbourne as well, uh, who have all, you know, the Saints made the finals last year. The Doggies won the Premiership in 2016. The Dees have obviously done what they've done this year. Fremantle yeah. as well are looking like they could make the eight. And then you've got Gold Coast who have been in and around, and Brisbane. They've done yeah. very well in the past couple of years. Gold Coast have always just stayed at the bottom of the ladder. So, uh yeah, yeah, there's there's an issue up there, but I'm not sure how you fix it because they're still going to be. I think I think it probably comes with experience. Like obviously, look at what Brandon Ellis and Hugh Green would have done if they could get a Cam Guthrie as well. Because Geelong, their salary cap's cooked. If they could get a Cam Guthrie up there, that would be very good from them. And Luke yeah. Parker's also out of contract, so if they could get somebody like him up there as well, even Jack Billings, uh, you know, people that are out of contract that are good and who aren't going to cost a bomb, I yeah. think would probably be the, be the move. But you, you obviously can't buy your way to a premiership. As... Um, we've just had a, another news report come out at 5.57. What is this absolute bozo on about? Former Australian netball coach Lisa Alexander <laughs> is confident she will be up to the job of leading Collingwood's men's team despite her lack of experience. What on earth is she... And she got knocked back for the North job, and now she's reckoning she's going for the Hawks one too, she reckons. Yeah, it's it's interesting, Coops. I really like the idea of uh, women in the forefront. I think it's amazing. Obviously, like look at what yeah. Peter Searle did for the Saints. She absolutely changed that club. She's the whole reason that that we have an AFLW system at, at the Saints. Um, yeah. You know, obviously coached us really, really well. She's obviously stepped aside um, for the twenty twenty two season. Nick Del Sano's taken that job, uh, which is good from him, but. To come in cross code with yeah. no experience, there's there's a difference. Peter Searle was a was a pioneer. Like she had a lot to do with, uh, port, like she just had a footy brain. You know, yeah. she was always built yeah. for a role like that. Whereas this yeah. lady uh, is, is not. <laughs> and, and <laughs> I don't I know. Think, she probably will go for the Hawks job. I don't know if it's said it though, but yeah, it's good on her. It's yeah, it's it's not it's not a great look. Because people, and and see that's that's the thing. People aren't, you know, they they're just taking the piss out of her because of the absurdity of it. If Peter yeah. Searle went for the for the Pies job, you'd probably say she's got a fair chance because she's had a go in the AFL system with some yeah. success, and she knows football. She coached with Gary Ayres for God knows how long, and she was a big yeah. part of the Port Melbourne dynasty that they had. So, yeah, there, there's two. Two types of coaches, I guess, and uh, we're looking yeah. at, at one and one in terms of, of women. And we're not saying that Peter Searle's going for the pie job at all, but um, yeah, she's she'd be a better a better suited uh, option. What else we got on the agenda, Cooper? You've got inaccuracy. What do you got? What are you? Yeah, so about? this was brought by forward by Cameron Morris Haley, <sighs> the great man. Oh, yes, 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 I remember that. About yeah. the inaccuracy within the competition at the moment. Now, we look at Carlton on Friday night. They kicked 18 goals for. Uh, roof was closed at Marvel. No wind. No crowd. So, there no distractions. 
Uh, very, very good pies. score line. <laughs> How much? Oh, they, they kicked... 14-6. But 14-6. you can, you know, imagine maybe two of those or, you know, it was rushed. Yeah, okay. Of. So we'll, we'll go 14-4. Uh, Demons, 18-20. 18 goals, 20. Pathetic. <laughs> At Marvel, with no crowd and no wind. <laughs> How's that happen? Yeah, that is no. atrocious. And, uh, and but West, I mean, uh, Western Bulldogs fifteen fifteen. Yeah, I mean that was a little bit of a harder game because Ballarat's always a shit older player. This so. is a shit one. Optus Stadium, Richmond <laughs> yeah. Football Club, six goals fifteen. Fremantle yeah. seven goals thirteen. Yeah, what on earth is going uh, on there? thirteen twenty eight for the match is not Big great. Big needs to step up. <laughs> but um, yeah, see, I actually think that there are a few uh, reasons sort of behind it. I think that the the pressure is a lot, uh, you know, you obviously look back at the Lockett days and even the uh, mid-2000s uh, when you had yeah. Gehrig and, and Rewalt and whoever else. Um, uh, yeah. Any other players other than Saints or? Who else? <laughs> who else? Who was a good? <laughs> Travis Cloak, I guess. Oh. You know, Lance Franklin, yeah. Jared Ruffhead, Favola, yeah. you know, in that sort sure. of mix. Yeah. Sure. Warren Treadray as well. Um, I don't think there was as much pressure on the kick as there was now. Like, there is a lot of yeah. pressure per kick. I think that the delivery is a lot worse as well. Yeah. Uh, a lot of those balls back in, you know, just in comparing the time periods, a lot of the, the delivery that they got back in the day was direct to the goal square. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Correct. now you've got people that are snapping it from 45 yeah, like out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> um, so I think that, yeah, there's a lot more... Um, I guess, intangibles to deal with. But in terms of actual field kicking, it's pretty atrocious. Like, there's not a lot of thought that goes into it. And uh, there's a lot of... I think there's a lot of ego as well. Everybody yeah. wants to... Uh, everybody wants to, um, yeah, be a hero and kick that goal. Whereas I don't think that uh, that they, they should be. Um, Coops, did you want to get into the round 21 tips now? Because right. it's, a, it's a big round. Uh, it's yeah. actually a pretty. It's a pretty boring round, but there are a few games with uh, repercussions. I feel like if the Giants lose, they're out. Uh, if the Tigers yeah. lose, they're out. Blues lose, they're out. Saints lose, they're out. Pies lose, they're out. Pies are never in. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm actually quite excited. Lose? Are they out, do you think? Or... West Coast lose. West Coast are going to lose. They're out. Question mark. Well, it makes it a lot harder. But we'll go to the Friday game. This fixture is gone to the shitter. We thought last week was bad with five games played on the one day, which was absolutely amazing, by the way. If they didn't overlap so Long much, that would, have been, that would have been the greatest day of all time. But um, Yeah, we'll go Friday 6th of August, 7.50pm at uh, Gumahaba GMHBA. Uh, we've got the Cats and the Giants. Uh, Giants will be looking to bounce back. Cats are going to continue to look to snowball. Who do you think takes this one, Coops? Uh, G Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for the Giants because they're in a really good position with that half is, of the game. Um, what's his name back yet? Cameron. Cameron? I don't think so. Bit of rivalry? No? Okay. A bit of rivalry. Yeah, I feel bad for the Giants because they've really squandered an opportunity given the fact that they've got that half a game up on everybody. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't think that they've got it in the tank anymore. Uh, you know, and again, yeah. it's the whole the whole Sydney thing. They've been out of home for too long. It's going to catch yeah. up to them. So, 
Uh, yeah, I feel like the Cats continue to, to snowball and look really good going into September. On to the Sunday games now. We've got Carlton and Gold Saturday. Coast at Marvel. Did I say Sunday? I meant Saturday. Yes. Do the, do the Blues continue their winning streak? Yeah, no way. <laughs> at Marvel, you'd know. probably think so, wouldn't you? You've got to back the baggers, you know? Yeah, I think I think you do. said. I, I did say that. Didn't back them last <laughs> week, and look what happened. They won. I backed them every other week, and they've lost. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think, too, I think these two usually have really good games and it would yeah. be very Carlton-like if they fluffed this. But I just feel like it's one of those ones, uh, you know, they're not just coming off a, a scraping win against the Saints. They belted the crap out of us. So I think that they'll be all right. Uh, yeah. Twilight game at the G. North Melbourne. I've tipped the Tigers. You've tipped the Tigers? I hope North beat them. There was actually a fair percentage that went for North, to be honest. I was on the ESPN tips for because I got a reminder email to put my tips in. 20 to 80? 20%. That's a lot of percentage for North. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Richmond, yeah. Even though, yeah. you know, Richmond are a little bit weak at the moment. Yeah. No, that is. So, I wouldn't yeah. surprise me, but I feel like the Tigers will probably... They'll, they'll irk out a seven-goal win and the media yeah, will be I'll right up them again. So. <laughs> Yeah, the media will be right up them again, and it, uh, it'll be a never-ending story. On to the showdown now. Uh, who have we got in this one, Coots? Paul. Paul Watt, yes. Mm, correct. That's good for me. They've looked, very, <laughs> they've looked very good over the yeah. last couple of weeks. I still don't think there'll be anything in finals, uh, providing they don't make... If they make the four, they get a little bit more respect from me. I think that yeah. they might actually be able to do something because... Uh, well, I think I feel like if they draw Melbourne especially, they've got a very good chance of winning that. Whereas with the Dogs and Geelong, they're gone. Uh, they're, yeah. they're, on, they're on another level. But I feel like if they draw yeah. the Ds, especially with their form, regardless of last week's result, they're probably a good chance to beat them. Yeah. But if they don't make the four, they're no chance. But I've got them as well. Uh, moving on to the Pride game now at Marvel. Uh, Saints and Swans. Swans don't play well at Marvel. Saints play all right at Marvel. Yeah. Who have we got? I'm going with the Saints. Who have you got? Um, Swans. Swans? (laughs) Yeah, no, Swan. Fair call. If they actually do any damage in fine, I think they'll make a prelim coops. Where do you think they're finishing this year, the old Swanee boys? Well, they make four second chance, but... I don't know. Yeah, prelim. Yeah, that's probably good. Prelim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think they've just got the belief, and mm. I feel like they've taken everybody to their limits. Like, did they beat yeah. the dogs? I think they beat the dogs. Uh, I can't remember, but they yeah, took... they did. Yeah, because they lost the... his first game. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, they beat the dogs by three goals at Marvel. They then took the demons up to their limits and lost to them by like ten points. And it was yeah. the same with Geelong. Like, they're right up in that hunt. They're just a couple of kicks behind the yeah. pace. But I think that they might do a little bit of damage, which is good from them. Um, yeah. Speaking of damage, are the Pies going to cause some chaos at uh, the UTAS on Sunday, Cuba? My eye. <laughs> I hope so. I hope they can keep up the good form. But it'd be a poor thing to do to not take up. But... Mm. Mm, I hope so. I th- I think it would be good if they won because Robert Harvey's actually done done his job quite well, I think, as the caretaker coach. Mm. Um, the players have obviously taken the message that nobody's safe anymore. I feel like if somebody like Bucks gets sacked mid-season, then 
there's a fair bit of, you know, there's a flow on effect that probably goes yeah. down the club. And they've done quite well uh, since that. Yeah, they beat the D's, obviously, uh, since that announcement was made. They only just went yeah. down to the Dockers, like, you know, and the Saints as well. They beat the, the Pies, uh, the Tigers, like, yeah, they're doing mm. all right. And I think it would be good if they could finish off the season uh, quite well. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, correct. then um, yeah, rebuild for next year because, you know, they've still got a pretty decent list, but they're just obviously yeah. missing just a little bit of polish. Um, but, yeah, they'll be all right. I think Jeremy Howe coming back was a good inclusion too. It's just showing you head, can see that the lead. Correct. You can see, like, the leadership. You know, Ruffhead and Maynard did extraordinarily well. Like, Maynard, um, Jack Darling didn't kick a goal. I saw that, that he didn't kick a goal. Um, until Maynard was on the bench, so yeah, um, you know he's doing his, he's playing his role. He's AMK, he's earning his keep. So earning his keep. <laughs> that's a <laughs> that, that, that that's a shout out. Uh, game of the round, probably this one, Coops potentially uh, with the Dogs and the D's. Cut the game for, Yeah, it is. It is. I tip the Dogs by thirteen, but I feel like oh, I tip them by thirty-five. So really, that's a big one. <laughs> That's a really big... Yeah, no, that's good for me. I'll go 11. But I feel like the D's actually... I mean, the Dons actually are that team. If they win by 34, they're dead to me. <laughs> I feel like the Dons are that team, though. We've spoken about how well yeah. they've played this year. But yeah. they got belted by the Cats. They got belted by the Demons. Yeah. Every audit... They got belted by the Power. And they got belted by the yeah. Lions. Like, every audit they've had, they've lost... <laughs> Like it's just like you can't be that good and lose that many games by that much and still be considered a very good team. But yeah, I can't talk because we lost to Carlton. Uh, Sunday mm. evening game at Optus Stadium. It's the Dockers and the Lions. I think loser, the Lions be looking for something. Yeah, the loser is in a very bad spot. Mm. A very very bad spot. I think Fremantle could pretty much sew up their spot in the eight with a win because obviously there's going to be a couple of those teams. Not all of the teams that are from ninth downwards are going to win. So they yeah. could probably sew up eighth spot, especially with the Derby to come next week uh, and then the Saints to come. So they could probably sew up eighth spot. But if the Lions win and win well, they're probably back to where they were before last week, yeah. which is a pretty dangerous spot because we know that they're capable of beating uh, teams like the Cats by good margins. So... Yeah, uh, yeah, good win at yeah. Optus would be a very good kickstart back to their finals campaign. Who have you got for that yeah. one, Coops? Yeah, the Lions. I'm yeah, the Lions. By much? No. Um, ten. Ten points. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good win. I, that's a that's a Fremantle loss to take, I think. <laughs> um, and then we got Monday. How good Monday oh, night right. footy. Optus Stadium again. 8-10. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> Got the Weagles and the Demons. Uh, big game. 2019-type uh, preliminary final um, rematch. Yeah. D's will be oh, looking yeah. to right that wrong. Eagles yeah. will be looking to play some something resembling football. Well, the Demons, just looking at the form guide here, the Demons have lost the last four out of five against the Eagles. So... Have they really? Season, so, you know, the ah. Demons have been good. They haven't played in this season. So, anyone's game, but I think the D's will take care of them. Yeah, I think they will too. They're in They're in good stead. And yeah. I think they'll take a lot Correct. of confidence out of that because, out of last week's performance, because the Demons of old would have just went into their shell, 
and they would have played very, very yeah. defensively and they probably would have lost against the Suns, whereas I think yeah. that them coming out and just deciding that they weren't going to have it and they just wanted to inflict some hurt on the poor Suns, yeah. uh, going into finals especially uh, with the fast-moving doggies and, and the swans and whatever, yeah. having that attacking mindset is a really good spot to be in. So I think that they'll get the job done as well, yep. and so. the race for the top spot gets it probably comes down to um, Geelong and the Demons in round twenty three. Yeah, that'll be no, that'll be your top spot. All right, kids, we've got anything else to add to the? Oh, I, actually, I, what do you got? I, I I do. Next week, Cooper, I want your all Australian team. <sighs> <laughs> all right, yeah. I'll consult with CMH tomorrow and we'll put, we'll put a combined one together. All right. Yeah, that's good from you. Yeah, yeah that's what I want. Right. Coops, I did interrupt you. What did you have to put on the table? When? No, nothing. I'm, I said, oh, no, I said I'm, um, I'm good. Oh, I you're good. But oh, I'll have that team for you. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be interesting because, and I want it to be done properly, Cooper. I don't want midfielders oh. playing as forwards. So you don't want Cox... You don't want the Collingwood team, is what you're telling me. You don't, you know, you don't want 18 Collingwood players. No, I don't want Mason. Coll- I don't want Dustin Martin playing in the forward pocket. Is what I don't yeah. want. Yeah, or you know, in the back line. <laughs> yeah, just to put him on the park. Yeah, no, all right, and we'll I'll, I will, I will let you have a medical sub as well if you've got two people <laughs> that. If you've got somebody that really deserves to be in it, he can be your medical sub. Get paid and get the game. All right, there all you right. go. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you have enjoyed. Um, I'm going to go and eat some chicken penne because it smells really, really nice. Cooper, what did you have for dinner? It's uh, schnitzel and veg, mate. Gravy. gravy. Yeah, more Oh, inject. And and on that note, uh, we're going to leave you to it. So hopefully your team gets up on the weekend. Hopefully you're all keeping well. Uh, Cheerio, sayonara, and goodbye.